Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. All right, Ez, serious question. Who is your Star Wars crush? Yeah. You only get one. You only get one. Only get one. Yeah. So you got to think. Yeah. What can, I Do you mean like currently or do you mean like back when I was younger? Or? I just mean in general. In general? Who's your, who's, your, who's your Star Wars guy or gal? Wow. Oh, man. And, we want, and I, want, I want the people in our group to let us know too. Yeah. Who's your, who's your Star Wars crush? Pick one though, Jolene. Just, that's a, just pick that's one. That's a tough one. You know, okay, I'm just gonna go with with my gut here. So, I growing up when I I remember when I went and watched Phantom Menace, it was Padme. Yeah, it was Padme, man. I I left that theater and I remember daydreaming so hard. I was a Jedi, and I was in. I, I I don't know what had happened, but I had been separated from my master, and this girl that I was with, she had also been separated from her master, <laughs> and we had to survive on our own, and obviously we came across someone like Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and we had to fight him, and obviously, you know, the girl I was traveling with looked a lot like Padme, so <laughs> Natalie Portman, but I don't know, that was my, I mean, I was in love. Yeah, I was in love. I just died hardcore. Yeah, major crush. Yeah, I was. How old were we during Phantom? I don't know. Was, uh, we were young, younger. Yeah. So that's mine. Let's hear yours. Uh, you know, now I just, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to say 
you know, and, th- and really thinking about viewing Star Wars as a whole, man, I'm a Jen Urso kind of guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's rebel. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. No, she's great. Yeah. yeah. She's she's great. I know you said we can't pick another one, but can I? You, I, you're gonna, you just want to pick. I, you want to pick Ray. No, no. I mean, I love I love Ray. I love Daisy Ridley. I think she's uh, fantastic and and what have you. Um, if I had if I had to pick another crush, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, I, is it is it Luke Skywalker in five and six, or is it Luke Skywalker in four when he has more of the Farrah Fawcett hair going on? Um, golly, that's tough. I I would I would bet that. I'm going to argue that most of the, you know, you think most girls are going to pick guys. I'm going to say they're either going to pick episode four, Luke, with the Farrah Fawcett hair. Okay. Or they might go episode, I don't know, episode two, Anakin, you know. He's, oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I, I was a big fan. Like, I liked Luke in six. Yeah. That's just where I liked him. I just, I don't know why. Yeah. I was just all about it. I mean, really, really. If you, I mean, he he was a stud in in Empire. I mean, let's be right. honest, the training and everything, you know. So, I don't know. I think Episode Three, Obi Wan, he's got like the hair looks good. Episode Two, Obi Wan's, he's got like the, he's almost got like a mullet thing going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> he does. He does. Now, but, obviously, you can go Episode One, Qui Gon Jinn. I mean, that's a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. So, I mean, we're just talking. You know, crush individuals that you like, that you love, that you're just crushing on hard in Star Wars. R2. Shout out to mm-hmm. the droids. I mean, I love R2. R2 is like, I want to build an R2 unit. That's how insane I am about all of this. So, I don't know. If I had to go on a date with a droid, probably be R2. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, shout out to Brew, too. Okay? You know, here's some hey. blue milk. She just seems like a nice woman that just wants to take you know take care of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Aunt Brew, yeah. Aunt Brew, man. Yeah, she's solid. She never gets enough attention. No, uh, she does not actually. <laughs> Remember when there was those posters? Uh, uh, it was a uh, Baru a Star Wars story? <laughs> they were coming out with like a. Oh, uh, that would have been that would have been epic. But uh, no, nah, that's cool, I, dude. That's a hard one though, because I I love so many different characters. Like it's Ayla just, Secura. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, because again, for me, it's, it's like Ewoks too. I'm I'm a I'm a lover of all like you know, droids, creatures. A lot of people. I think a lot of people I, pick you know, Han. You know, young. Harrison I'm not even going to mention Han young because I know that's Alden a fan right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ben yeah. Swallow. Ben Swallow. Yeah, he's yeah right, right. Um, I don't know. I'm st- people are probably raging right now. We haven't said, like, obviously Carrie Fisher is right. wonderful, and we love her dearly. But, uh, dude, that's, that's kind of like the obvious answer. Yeah, if you don't say that, then, so we were, go- yeah, we should have started with that. <laughs> you should have said that. You should have said, who's, I mean, who's your crush, Solo, obviously. Solo, you got Amelia Clark. You know, it's, it's a, for us, especially with our Game of Thrones background, it's obviously a. Oh, man, yeah. Mother Dragons, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, she's she's great. Um, man, I'm trying to think of other, just some of my faves. I, hey, Lando, man, in the originals and uh, 
even now. Billy D, Don, like when he Don, and Donald Glover, I think you know. Yeah, well, I saw him. He, the, uh, the cape's pretty cool. Yep, it's pretty flashy. It's pretty. cool. It is. It is. Yeah, he kept that uh, that that Vulcan real clean and tight, and just everything was solid. I love when I read in the books too. He was such a. They kept uh they would talk about his style and and his wardrobe and his charisma and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It was it was it was fantastic to read about it. Uh, yeah, I think he had a, I think he had a ship called Lady Luck, I think or something like that. I I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I have to back in yeah, but ah <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Kira Knightley's in Star Wars. She is, yeah, she is. They people forget about that. Yeah, she was in episode one and um, briefly in episode two. Yeah, is so that I, her in episode two? Well, yeah, she dies. Is that her? I didn't know that, that right, was her or not. The yeah. very beginning. Huh. Okay. I know they all kind of really look, you know, obviously they're decoys. But, right. Uh, yeah. Um, man, are we just doing like so, oh, gosh, I want to keep talking favorites, you know, because that's just like favorite planet, like favorite like weapon, favorite, you know, whatever. I love talking favorites. Well, hey, I, it's great because I have a poll here. Okay. That was I saw the other day. I thought it would be pretty interesting. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so IGN did a poll. In this poll, on one hand, I'm kind of like this doesn't even make sense. But on the other hand, it's it's interesting. Okay. It says best modern Star Wars poll. Now, it includes everything all the movie all the the new movies, you know, and the prequels minus Phantom Menace because it says since 2000. Hmm. So, it's basically like, you know, to to where we're at now, which is just ridiculous. It's like how how can how can Wait. you how can you just not go back one year, include Phantom, yeah. And, but they didn't. So anyway, so the results. Do you want to hear what the results? Yeah, are? I do. What do you think yeah. was the number? So there are. Let's see. One, two, three. Let's see, you got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six movies. So Rogue One. Um. You know, you've got Solo, Episode Two, Episode Three, and then. Um, Force Awakens and Rise of or Last Jedi. So people were voting on those for which one was best. Which one was best? Really? Yeah. Well, uh, what's your favorite modern? But it's going to be more like what people think is sure. Yeah. You, okay. Which What's your favorite? I bet it was Rogue One. Rogue One uh, was forty percent. Really? Yeah. Followed by Episode Three at twenty three percent. Followed by Episode Seven at nineteen percent. Followed by The Last Jedi wow. at 9.9, followed by Solo at 3.8, followed by Episode 2 at 3.3. So, a big difference between The Last Jedi and Attack of the Clones. Yeah. See, I'm on that other. I say it's the other way around. I, and I cert- I think Solo's great. I, th- I would put Solo way higher. Yeah, that's interesting. I think it's that uh, we, we talked about like a generational thing, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. This is the sequels being kind of. I think of my students and it being right. their, air, air quote, their Star Wars. It's everyone's Star Wars. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're growing up with this. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. That's interesting. I can't, yeah, why is Phantom not? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's silly. Cause but, what Ro- were the, but Rogue One, man. I mean, ro- people yeah. people really like that movie. It's Yeah, I know. That's why, you know, you said Jen or so. I mean, at the top, uh, I, I actually didn't mm-hmm. think of, of Jen uh, when you asked, you know, favorites or, you know, Star Wars crush. I mean... That's uh yeah. Yeah, I can see why people would be a big a big fan of her. I mean, she's she's strong, she's she I mean good gravy. Like nothing happens without her, right? I mean, like, uh, the, yeah. like it she is the rebellion. She's like at, mm-hmm. at the heart of it. So it 
I don't know. Uh, such a such a cool thing that that you have this 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 uh, team, this band that kind of gets the the Death Star plans. It's such a big deal. It costs so much to get them. Galen Erso spent his life. His, mm-hmm. He spent his life trying to bring down the Empire. I I don't know. It's, it's epic. It's 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 just. That's just so good. It was one of those stories that you're like, when I first heard about it, I was just like, please don't mess this up. And then you saw it, and you're like, it was one of the most necessary Star Wars, you know, stories we've we've uh, absolutely out there, out there. We needed it. So, well, I gotta say, the only thing that surprises me about this poll is that Solo is so low. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is that just? Maybe not as many people went and saw it, or they didn't understand where it was. Uh, what was going on? What was going on, or where it was falling in the, you know, the order of things. I think. See, what's interesting about Rogue One is, you know, it's pre Death Star. Even if you're that casual fan, mm-hmm. you kind of figure out, oh, they're working on the Death Star, and that's very invaders in it. Yeah, so I think some people were kind of wondering, did they recast? the you know han solo like it's like it, it, right th- they did yes but then is it like i don't th- i just don't think people understand or understood where it was taking place and that might have been confusing for some folks so yeah it, you know that it, that it was an origin story might not have been no and i just remember going to the theater and, and the guy who uh, stopped us at bob evans was like confused he, he saw our star wars shirts and he was kind of like what i mean where is that movie taking place like what is it is it a like did Harrison Ford just not want to keep playing Han Solo? You know, it mm. it was kinda kinda bizarre. So for him, anyways. But yeah. Alright, what else what else we got? Um, all right. Well, uh that was uh there was eight almost eighteen thousand people polled on that. Dang, wow. Okay. So um let's move over here to um it is Wish First, Miss Kitty, Fantastico is the Twitter kind of name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, it's, uh, we're not very good at speaking um, other languages, so that's what I'm going with. Is that's her name. I tried reading her handle. Uh, but she sent us something on Twitter today saying, Do you believe that Palpatine can be redeemed? Yeah, that was a, that was a doozy. I saw that, and I, I, I was like, what? Is this, a, is this a trick? I mean, are we being serious here? Is this not a joke? What's what's happening? But can he be redeemed? Um, Matt brought up an interesting point. He said, how did you put that? Like, for him to be redeemed, it would mean that that he has done something that that would uh, require him, you know, like like he he had done some misdeed, right? He had had done something wrong. And, And in Matt's opinion... Palpatine has done nothing wrong. Why does he need redeemed? I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, never it's, forget. It's it's all about the balance. Mm-hmm. Can the Jedi be redeemed? Whoa, <laughs> what for? What for? <laughs> I mean, enormous failures of not seeing the dark side. Speak, speak, speak. <laughs> you know, I mean, here we go. Yeah, Yoda. I, I mean, Yoda blatantly says, "I failed." Palpatine never said, "I failed." That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, what does he need redeemed for? Uh, okay. So, to be serious about it. Right. Matt's like I was being serious. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
I, I don't. I think. I think maybe he could be. I, I think. Um, I think he could be. I don't think he will be. I don't see them doing that. Uh, that would be a huge twist, though, if there was some good side to Palpatine, or he came back, or uh, I don't even know. I mean, it'd be one of those things like maybe we saw him start to be redeemed, and maybe it was something that like Anakin wanted to believe that his dark master had come back and was was trying to be on the light side or something and then right then then all of a sudden he turns he's really just trying to get everybody back on the dark side i don't know i i don't think he's going to be redeemed he died i'm going to say this he died a sith lord okay the question though is could he yeah well okay here's another so, question here um i have i have a, a reddit post oh boy which is basically the same question um, but it expands on it a little bit further. Um, from Express Number Six is the username. Um, could Palpatine be redeemed? Throughout many forms of Star Wars media, both legends and canon, we've seen Jedi characters maintain the view that anyone who succumbs to the dark side can be brought back. Uh, there is no no fall is too far. Even Darth Vader, the most famous villain of the saga, returns to the light with the help of his son who went against the wishes of his teachers to do it. But what about Sheev Palpatine, the Empire, the Emperor of an, the entire galaxy and the Dark Lord of the Sith, the man who orchestrated the fall of the Republic and the purge of the Jedi? Surely someone so deeply evil couldn't be redeemed, or could he? Okay. Hmm, yeah. Well, I mean, here's something in, like, in, the, in the Darth Plagueis book that I thought was interesting. When Plagueis is speaking to to Palpatine. Actually, no. It was Darth Tenebris, uh, uh, Plagueis' master, was explaining that they were through and through uh, Sith. That they were almost like born on the dark side. You know, they were... They didn't start off on the light, if that makes sense. Like, like they weren't light side users. They were truly Sith. And But you could have a Jedi who fell to the dark side, but they, were, they would never be as strong as someone who was, you know, as Bane said, born in the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I think that's Palpatine. I think that's something that, that Plagueis kind of saw or, or uh, I don't know, I, I, I think Palpatine's in the same league as those guys, if you will, right towards the end of this rule of two Darth Bane legacy. Uh, he's... Uh, He's through and through a dark side user, so I, th- I think that makes him different than like Count Dooku, who was a Jedi who fell to the dark side, who could have been brought back, or uh, Anakin, who was again a light side user who fell to the dark side, who was brought back by Luke. So, if that makes sense, uh, but it is—I don't know—brings up an interesting point because I, when I look back at like what they were doing in some of the older. Legends book, we had a, uh, back when we were doing a, a, a book club, we had a book club, we were reading through the Old Republic, and I think it was Lord, Lord Scourge was, like, tempted by the light, kind of. Like, he, in a sense, he was, um, to, like, to some degree, he was through and through a Sith, you know, he was, uh, he was on, on the dark side, but he, uh, like, the he got a Force vision, I can't remember how that all worked out, but... So maybe, maybe there's a chance. I just don't really. I definitely don't think it's going to happen. Right, I'm not, I'm right there with you. But could it happen? Yeah. What do you think? 
is it possible? Uh, I would have to say yes. I think that it's possible, but you would have to be in a situation where the force would need it to happen. Hmm. So let's say, for example, that another Sith Lord came about that was so powerful that, you know, in a, in a situation where all the Jedi are gone mm-hmm. um, and there was a Sith Lord that was so powerful yeah. that it would basically, the, the Force, in order to somewhat balance itself out, would say, well, we're going to need another Jedi and it would basically the for it would be something that would be on palpatine's control like the force would be like you're now gonna become the light side because you're gonna have to battle this guy okay yeah i could okay here's something else. so like let's say yeah you know in rebels you kind of see possibly time travel mm-hmm. let's say like darth bane yeah came came to, back came back and like he killed let you know this is total hypothetical whatever Let's say, let's say born Darth, back right, again. Like let's yeah. say Darth Bane comes back, right, and he kills you know Darth Vader during the the time when there aren't Jedi, right, right. So then, well, you're gonna need a Jedi. So you know, and let's say there's nobody else, so it would I think it would force him to the light side. Okay, it could right, uh, or it could just be that you have dark side. You, it could be dark side Palpatine versus dark side Bane. Right, uh, could. But you're saying the odds are probably higher. If there ever was a chance for Palpatine to come back, that would be the the circumstance. Well, I don't know if Palpatine was ever even on the light side, but he's certainly that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. He certainly understands the the power of the light side. Sure. Yep. Yeah. He, because, he does because he he he's clearly trained and understands how it works. Yeah. Well, and and he he even says that when he's talking to Anakin, he's persuading him that these that there are things that he could learn. Um, about saving the ones that you love, right. but you can't learn it from the Jedi, plain and simple. So there's that. Now, an interesting story in Legends that I, that to kind of tie into this, uh, the Lost Tribe of the Sith, uh, Luke's son, Ben Skywalker, is actually like dating a Sith, uh, is in, falls in love with this girl named Vistara Kai. And, you know, like the, in that culture... This lost tribe of Sith, they have children, they marry, and they kind of uh, th- there is a love. There's there's something there. They're they're proud of their family and their heritage. All this, you know, all all that kind of stuff. Right. But they're still Sith, if that makes sense. So, I mean, yeah. So she was air quote always. She was raised a a Sith, and she was always. Uh, using, I guess, if you will, the dark side, and then she meets Master Skywalker and Ben Skywalker, and she starts to think like she does feel a pull to the light, if you will. So that's a little bit different than Palpatine, but at the same time, you could see why. You know, maybe, maybe if Palpatine fell in love or, or some some, I don't mm-hmm. know, something like that. Do you happened. think that? I, I don't think that the dark side or the light side are, are more powerful than the other. I think that they're different. Oh, wow. I cannot Do believe you just tried. I cannot believe. I mean, this is what Luke asked. Is the dark side stronger? No. I don't I, think I, it, that, Yoda says no. That's true. Yoda says no. 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 But 
Why ask it? Why did Yoda look so scared when he answered when he went to answer oh, well, that question? I wonder. Well, the, the, see, the thing is, is that we I think we we get so caught up in, and this is what I love about the the new movies, is we get so caught up in the idea of the dark side being the Sith and the light side being the Jedi, but that's not the case. The light side is the light side. Just so happens that a group of mm-hmm. Force users called the Jedi, mm-hmm. which may be the Skywalkers sure. going yeah. forward, are the ones that are using it. And yeah. so it's it's not just it's kind of like I don't want to get into, get really into this, but you know you think about political parties. Mm-hmm. Well, there's ideas, you know, like mm-hmm. being liberal or being conservative. Yep. Well, those are totally different things than being a Republican or a Democrat. Mm-hmm. It's just those just happen to be political parties. That well, this is the way our ideas run, and this is the way our ideas run, and mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Ah, but is the dark side stronger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I, I wonder. I, I I wonder if it's you know, and we just don't see it as often in books. But if you're on the the dark side. And you just look at at some of the things that the Jedi are able to do, and you feel like you can't do them because you have to adhere to a certain code. Yeah, right. Like the the, the code of the Sith, and then the Jedi, the same thing. Where it's like, well, if you know, if I could do this, mm-hmm. then I think that's where you look at guys like Kyle Katarn, where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. man, just a guy with a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I brought up that story about Vistara Kai. Oftentimes, she would save. The Skywalkers, and she would use, I guess, a style or a tactic, or she would go about it in a way that the Jedi would never do. But she's like, I saved your lives. Right. And she was like, how is that not a good thing? And I think it kind of challenged Master Skywalker, but he always, see, when you're you're reading those books, Master Skywalker always sees another way. And he he knows that there there was a harder way to save our lives. But, you know, uh, so she took the quick and the easy path to do it. But it, it, I don't know. D- does does that matter? You know, the other thing I think you have to consider. Hold on, you know, the, hold on a second. Here. All right. How is the Jedi mind trick not the quick and the easy way? <laughs> yeah. right. These aren't the droids you're looking for. I mean, I guess like, oh, you could kill them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's not like it's not like that's not. It's not like you could have just been like, well, these, you know. I mean, he was lying. It's, machi- was, it's, it's, it's mischievous. Just, yeah, he's deceiving them, actually. <laughs> he is. I mean, these technically are the droids they're looking for, and he told a big fib. Right. Yeah. He's using the Ohm Jedi mind trick. <laughs> as, yeah. As a sort of Jabba would say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's That's a good point. Okay. It's all from a certain point of view, man. Oh, honest, I know. Exactly. Know, that's what I'm saying. Certain point of view. I, I also think, too, uh, when you really get into the nitty-gritty, like in the books and stuff, it's like human nature. So some species were more, like they were, I think, uh, kind of put this, like less susceptible to the dark side because they didn't have all of the faults or the flaws that we as humans have. Right. And so that's sort of another element that was in a lot of the EU. Uh, so... Yeah, there was there was reasons why like we were we were more tempted by the dark side by getting angry and lashing back out, whereas other species might not have been. That just wasn't in their DNA, if you mm-hmm. will. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, 
Can Palpatine be redeemed? Uh, no. Okay, there's no reason for him to be redeemed. Well, the question will. isn't will he. The question is can he? Yeah. Yeah, well. Do you think that the Force is powerful enough to redeem him if it needs it to? Yeah, the Force can do whatever it wants. Yeah, I do. I think that. I just... I also think he's such a powerful presence on the dark side. The dark side will never give him up. Yeah. And in what he has no... See, to be... to be, re... I don't know. He doesn't have... To be redeemed, I think, means that you would have had to have been on the light side, fell to the dark side. Because a lot of the reviews, a lot of the comments I was reading on that uh, Reddit post all said, like, I guess if you read the Plagueis book, it's like Palpatine's clearly like an evil dude from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he enjoys seeing, like, people, you know, be in, be in pain and all of this stuff, so. Huh. What do you uh, got? I'm just looking up here, you know, the, the definition of, of being, you know, to be redeemed, you know? <laughs> right, because, like, Ben Solo could be redeemed because he was on the light side. Yeah. Darth Vader is redeemed because he's on the light side, goes to the dark side, comes back. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's more talking about just like getting gaining something back. Um, you redeem from. from I mean, a sin hold by on, sacrifice. hold on a second here. The question is simply: Could Palpatine be redeemed? I think yes. If Palpatine wins, he will have had redemption because he let the Empire fall, and now he could take over mm-hmm. the First Order yep. and bring it back to glory. Yeah. So he has in, failed the dark side in that sense. Yes. Yes, he could. Yes, he could. I like that. So from the dark the the dark side's perspective, he would need to prove himself. He would need right. to do something to redeem himself in their eyes. Right. Right, so it depends on on that on that perspective because, yeah, well, I mean, that's where he failed. That's yeah, that's that's where in his you know his mind or in any other dark side he that's underestimated where he his apprentice. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, all right. Well, that was that was a little mind twist. <clears throat> hey, man, it might be mind melting. You know, that's what they said. Which I don't know. Like, actually, now that you brought that up, let's talk about that before we move on. We got some other. Instagram and, and other comments, right. Facebook, uh, things we want to get to. But we were talking about this. We were driving around. You're back in Ohio. So I am back in Ohio currently. We're, yeah. yeah, we're having a good time hanging out. Um, you ask me, like, what the end of the Rise of Skywalker, like, what's it going to be like? Is it going to be emotional, epic, shocking? Sad. sad? Yeah, like, what's what do I think the feeling is going to be like at the end of that? Because let's talk about the ending of... Like the ending of the, of, the, of the Force Awakens, you're shocked. You're in dis. Like you're kind of you're you're left hanging. You're you're wanting more. You're you're left there, kind of like, oh my gosh, what's what's coming next? Uh, you're also satisfied, but you but you're you, you well, you're satisfied because they they the resistance has won. They at least struck back and they kind of the, well they did they 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 defeat Starkiller Base, but we lost Han Solo. Mm-hmm. So we're grieving because of that, but so and, and we're we're in shock. So we've got a mixed bag there. At the end of the Last Jedi, we're that's a tough spot to be in. We're emotional because Luke Skywalker is gone, uh, but yet we're at peace with it. He went out in a peaceful way. 
he went out he went out in an epic kind of shocking way and so that was cool but what do you think the feel is going to be like at the end of the rise of skywalker well in a way it depends on who survives do you think who do you think isn't ma- that I mean that's another question but I I feel like it's going to be kind of similar to the ending of Endgame Avengers where it was just like a bunch of emotions at once it was kind of like that was epic and like satisfying okay yeah uh see I I well, when I heard the when I heard the term mind melting I started to think like that must mean that we are going to be in shock. Right. That we're going to be blown away by something we didn't expect. And you see what I'm saying? So that's sort of like Well, a, like, at the end of episode six, like, it's epic. But I'm also kind of, like, sad Darth Vader dies. But then he's a force ghost, and it's like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so it kind of like that. I think it's going to be a similar... But your mind wasn't melted, though. During that was it? There wasn't what what was the mind well, melting I think, experience? I think the mind melting experience in four, five, and six was Luke. You know, no, I am your father. That's like, right. That yep. was I think that was mind melting to like the cast. Yeah, that was. Yep. Yeah. So that was in five. So that's I, if you're gonna get that would be me to me like a shocking big reveal, like situational irony, like whoa, I didn't see that coming. Right. So if that's gonna happen at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, if that's the last scene. Then that makes me think. I don't know. When somebody says the ending, like when I say the ending to, total spoilers here, the ending to Avengers Endgame, like, well, the ending to the movie is like Captain America going back in time and, I mean, that's like the end end mm-hmm. of the movie, you know, and then Thor going off with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. that's the end of the movie. But when you say the ending, I generally mean... You know, like you, the first thing I think of when I think of the ending, well, that's like there's like 20 minutes left. So, like, I'm thinking like Iron Man snapping his fingers, mm-hmm. you know, and then dying. But there's still like a ton, there's like a ton of movie left. Yeah. So, you know, so when, down. when he said, when he said it's mind melting, he may not be talking about the like the resolve. He may be talking about like the climax, like, oh, you know, this is the the big point. Right, so when I hear last scene too, that's what he, I, I heard. Like the last scene, I was I was like, so to me, like that last scene in those movies, right? We're, we're kind of seeing it's the very end. I'm thinking very exactly. end. Did so he, was his quote last scene or was I it, thought it was last? Like or like, is it the ending? It was the final. It was like the final set. It was like the final. Don't go look at the final set because that's for the last scene of the movie, and it will melt your mind. Is the way right. I is the way I understood it. Um. But I see what you're saying. How it he could says be. the end, the end of Rise of Skywalker will melt your mind. Yeah, I've I, you know, when you get it when you dig into uh, th- there's somewhere where he's talked about the set that he was going to go look at this set that was right that would be mind. Yeah, he visited the set. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, and it was like the. The set was built. He for... said it's the last shot of the movie. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, yeah. so my... well, those are two. See, those are two different things. I know they are. I know. Yeah, yeah. I understand. What, I understand what you're saying. That's why I was trying to hone us in on that. So, like, if that's if that if the last scene of the movie is mind melting, now what? Right now, now, like, is is that to me? That's that's got to be shocking. That has to be 
for my mind to be melted, it has to be something I didn't see coming. And I was like, holy cow, you fit it all together. It's right there. It's not even, I might have been emotional beforehand. I might have been crying. Okay. I might have so, been upset. So here's, but, so here's something. Had Luke Skywalker never been teased for Force Awakens, right? Because it was a total, yeah. you know, not like finger to the fans, but it was yeah. totally like, hey, we kind of lied to you in the thing. Yeah, that would have been mind melting. Yeah, that would that final shot of sure. Luke being handed the lightsaber by Ray. Had we had had they never shown that Luke was in this movie at all, or you know had the trailer yeah. or whatever, would you have been like, oh my god? Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Seeing Luke, she... seeing like Luke Skywalker, yeah. like on the island. You, you didn't think they were going to show it to you, sure. But the whole time yeah. we're sitting there, like, where's Luke? Exactly, because they so, teased him. Yes. So we we know he's out there, and we know that he eventually will be in it. Um, but it's still if we if if we didn't expect to see him, then yeah, we'd be like, wow, that's crazy. They actually went ahead and showed us that. I mean, because we know she's on her way to find Luke, right? But I'm trying to think of like what would be something that you would be like. To me, if it's mind melting, it's it's continuing on, right? The saga continues, and I don't know how they do that, but I actually think that's what it like could be hinting at that there that there is more it's over for now it's over for now but but the story will will kind of continue in some way and there's something that we whether they walk a character back on i don't know i have no clue what it would what it would be that's why some people were jumping to the whole remember the whole you know shmi skywalker is a uh, right you know that ray goes back and this whole thing that was like mind melting that she would become shmi and she is a skywalker and she is actually Luke's grandmother. <laughs> you know, no, right, right, crazy, yeah. crazy stuff. I don't think that's going to happen. That's way too mind-melting and disturbing. Um, but uh, And they just reboot Star Wars. And they, Yeah, they would just reboot Could it. Could you imagine? That would be crazy. People would be, there would be an outrage. It would be outrageous. Outrageous. Um, so, give me something. I'm, hold on, I want I'll I'll go I guess first here because I okay I'm gonna get I'm, I'm, let me let me get up here <laughs> okay okay because I've never really oh gosh as I get closer to the movie I started I, I kind of don't want to think about what it could be at the end but then so I go back and forth on like you know what what do you want it to be because then you get there and you're like well it's not that and I'm disappointed but that's not in my nature like I had a completely different vision of how the last Jedi was going to go. And like even watching the movie when Ray goes and she confronts Snoke, I thought Luke's walking out <laughs> like here he comes. He's going to walk out and he is going to take on Snoke and it didn't happen, mm -hmm. but I wasn't dissatisfied. I, under I understood that it's Ray's story. So when I think of the end, the mind melting scene, I need there to be a way. And what I want is for, the Skywalker saga to continue. Okay. I don't. So that's that's where I'm I'm heading with it. That's where I I need that to be. I, that's that's how I want my mind to be melted, if you will. So what would what gets me there? How how do I? What what's going to be so unexpected? What, what's going to be something I don't see coming? You know, is it is it this Matt? Is it? You remember how JJ has been talking about? The fact that they shot something in The Force Awakens that, with Carrie Fisher, that he's going to use again. Maybe it's more than one thing. Could be. 
maybe they really did shoot something where she kind of talks to Ray as if Ray is her daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, it it could be done. And if all of a sudden, you know, like maybe in the beginning, the first third, Leia kind of leaves and they find a way to use whatever footage they have and stuff to kind of then boom, send her off. Ray goes on her epic journey. And at the end, Leia comes back. And we, we, we and we think like the whole thing like wow we never even figured out who her who her parents are or how significant she is to the story or whatever she's significant anyways I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that like she's mm-hmm. she is whatever whether whether she's no one whatever she's our ray she is our ray of hope she is awesome but uh, yeah to have to have Leia walk back in and then to use something that they had shot in the Force Awakens that would just blow our mind mm-hmm. and that Skywalker blood that lineage carries on. Yeah, I mean that'd be that that would that would be mind melting. Yes, it would. So, what do you got? All right. I swear, go. I swear, if I you swear what? <laughs> if, if Jar Jar comes up in this, I'm I'm no. gonna be. Okay, so it ends. Whatever you know, battle, Kylo Ren, redemption, Raylo, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I've always been a big proponent of the idea that this story, when you think about the way that the crawls, the opening crawls are told to us, I've always been a big proponent of the idea that R2-D2 is the most important character. Yeah. And that R2-D2 is the one, is our storyteller. So cut to, you know, 1971. <laughs> a young George Lucas... Is walking around the desert where he stumbles upon a droid. <laughs> oh man! And he gets the droid. He taps on it, and boom! Wow! You know, the you know the it, the yeah. It's the opening crawl, and that's how George Lucas yeah. gets it because Star Wars is the truth, man. It's a long time ago in a galaxy, galaxy. far, far yep. away. So no, it doesn't have to be George Lucas, and but I would love the idea of. R2-D2, like, sitting in the desert or something, mm-hmm. and somebody comes upon him later, and this story is told, Star Wars. The story chills. is told. Just just the idea of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you go back to the very, the, very, the very first thing we ever see. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's a story. Yeah, yeah. And I would just love this idea of, it, like, that's the end is i think that's like the perfect kind of like way to end it is yeah it's it's a story it's the it's you know a star wars story right yeah, you know absolutely like, absolutely I, I, I don't know you know i just think it'd be awesome yeah can, can i can i pick up on that for because, a little bit because you could still go further yeah you, you could, could still go back yeah you could still do whatever you wanted but it would kind of just be it was not it's not necessarily mind melting i mean it could be like but it's it's just this idea of I just I think that's like a super poetic way to do it, um, and it just because it, it then adds so much more significance to like nineteen you know seventy seven or when you know when, whenever the mm-hmm. first movie came out like a long time ago in a galaxy far far away like I just yeah. I think that that piece is so important yeah we see it, it every time we do and I just think like that's a cool way of making 
what we we love like that opening thing right before we get blasted with the star wars music mm-hmm. like so much more significant yeah yeah by it's, ending with the beginning yeah so so either way it, whether you want to take it into like star wars is our ancient past Right, and then someone named George Lucas found uh, right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah, is yeah. actually <laughs> awesome, and would be absolutely bonkers. But it would be it would be kind of cool if he stumbled across a droid or whatever. But now the other thing that would be kind of cool if you want to just yeah, keep it, it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that, but just or somebody does. You know, like somebody finds this droid yeah, years yeah. in the future. Right. I, I I can almost hear we we brought up uh, Aunt Beru. You know, when right. she's at the at the beginning of four, she's Luke, Luke. Right. <laughs> she's, you know, and. He's running around. He, he he steps up, whatever. I could hear someone like that calling to a a young boy or a young girl running around the the desert, mm-hmm. coming you know going into a shop or maybe they're they're trading some some whatever some old parts or maybe it's old pieces of R two or whatever. Right. And then they kind of like Luke stumbled upon the recording mm-hmm. that Leia absolutely yeah, and it's this story, and R two's been recording it all. Yeah. Yeah, that would be epic. And then all of a sudden, it's it's and maybe there's even something it's, it says two thousand years later, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Absolutely. And, and then it's it's this story that was lost. Maybe something happens at the end that's just like, boom! Like the galaxy just gets kind of a, not a reset, but it's almost I don't know, like like all record of the Jedi and the Sith and everything. It's just gone. It's mm-hmm. just ancient. It's almost like what we think about when we think of like Egyptian times, and we're like, what we we have these these. Uh, writings on a stone wall that we're trying to figure out. They're faded. Right. We don't really know what they what they say. We see their ancient pyramids, but we have no idea. Because right now, like Ray's when they when you get into the Force Awakens, it's like, and, and Han Solo says it was real. It, all of it Absolutely. was real. So you have someone there, a person who lived it, who was there, still pretty close to it. But to go that far away and to think mm-hmm. a long time ago, right? A long, long time ago in a galaxy far that that is. That would be my right. Like, what's going on in that galaxy now? Yeah, right. Because that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Bring me to present day. In right. A galaxy and I just, far I just away. think that'd be a cool way to, you know, to just say it's a story, and I just think that'd be cool. Yeah, I do too. I like that a lot, actually. So there we go. Uh, I'd love to hear what people because I think Jory and a couple other folks had kind of sent uh, had talked about or wanted to know what we thought that last scene would look like or what would be mind melting i want to hear what other folks have to say about this whole mind melting piece or aspect to it so um okay so uh tara lynn sent us a shot of uh dominic uh yeah yeah in rise of skywalker it looks like he's wearing some sort of rebel guard um you know you would know dominic monahan he's in lord of the rings he's in lost yeah yeah um, yeah, he, he plays Mary in, 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 Lord, in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty cool, pretty neat. I saw him. Uh, he was on Instagram. He was on. He was live uh, about a month or so ago, and uh, was thanking people for just. I don't. Know, he was talking about some of his experience in Star Wars and then Lord of the Rings and everything. It was just kind of kind of cool to see him back on, not back on social media, but just really active. I right. guess. And yeah, it looks like he's going to be a resistance. Um, trooper or something but but maybe a commander of some kind uh yeah that's kind of so that'll be kind of neat actually but uh, excited to have him in it and he looks he looks epic 
I, I know at one point some people were thinking he might have been a dark side user, maybe one of the Knights of Ren, but clearly now we we see that he is a uh, a resistance guy. Although, okay, he's got a. <laughs> I had to zoom in there. I'm like, what's on his hip? Is that a lightsaber? No, it's a it's a pistol. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. But is is he a is he a spy? Did did he infiltrate? He could be. That'd be crazy, right? So. Anyways, yeah, shout out to Tara Lynn, who has also picked up uh, Wheel of Time and has started has started reading uh, Eye of the World. Get ready, friends. The dragon is going to ride again mm-hmm. on the winds of time. So, okay, uh, yeah, then we also have, uh, I think it was, yeah, this is, this is uh, Lord Adam Parker did a little uh, favorite Star Wars toy. Because we were talking about, you know, Force Friday, Triple Force Friday has yep. been a big thing. People have been looking at the new Mandalorian toys that have come out, which look epic. You've got like three different styles, I think. Did you see any of those? You see some images? Yeah, of a those? handful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Black Series, man. They're so cool, but they're so expensive. Oh, they yeah, that is a once you start down that path. That path, yeah. Yeah, forever will it dominate your destiny. So, um, but they look really neat. I think I would like. I, I have a few, and I I wouldn't mind getting a few more. But uh, it, pff, I don't know. That's it's a lot. They're probably all sold out. So I don't know if anybody has has an extra one, and you're <laughs> looks looking like, to let's look uh, Sir make, Ezra up here. Make it, yeah, make a trade or something. I don't know. Uh, but favorite toy. Um, what are you thinking? My favorite toy ever. I just pulled it up on eBay because I wanted to see exactly what it is. 1997 Star Wars Han Solo laser tag playset uh, came with two blasters. They took like double A batteries, um, and you had little chest packs that had like three lives on it. And so it was laser yeah. tag. Yep. But you know, once you get shot, boom, you go down one. So yeah. super awesome. Uh, worked really well. You know, you didn't have like super range or anything, but certainly in the hallway or. Um, you know, just around the basement or, you know, kind of around the house a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was pretty epic. It was pretty it was pretty awesome. Uh, shout out to my buddy Mark Stone. We played with those all the time. Uh, that was definitely our go to Star Wars toy. Yeah. Yeah. Th- you showed me a picture of those. And when you did, I thought, man, I think I've seen that. And then I was like, yeah, my cousin Luke, shout out to him. Uh, he was my kind of my Star Wars buddy growing up. We. We loved Star Wars, but he had those, and we would play with those in his basement, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn the lights off, and we'd kind of have a couple. It's where it's at, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you can buy it. Um, it looks like you're looking around like 80 bucks. Really? Yeah, on eBay. Okay. All right, nice. Um, okay, so for me, it would be, I have, and I still have it somewhere. I need to go out to my storage unit and actually pull this out and uh, take a picture. It's pretty sick. It was Emperor Palpatine sitting in his in his throne, you know, on the second Death Star, and it was Darth Vader, and it had like a little platform. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, and it had Darth Vader, and it had Luke there, and you could kind of put them up in this position where they would. It was sort of a piece that you could you could take the you could take the uh, the mm-hmm. figures off and play with them, but then you could also set them up in this epic scene where Vader had stepped in front of. You know Palpatine, and they had started their fight in yep. return, and it was so cool. I had it for it's, I, I, it better be in my storage unit. <laughs> I, I, so, uh, but that was such a cool piece. I, I remember playing with that so much, and I would add figures around it. But that was one of my prized sort of possessions growing up. I, 
I loved it, and I always kept it as I got older on a shelf and would look at it and think, man, you know, what a what a moment. I mean, yeah. what a mo- father versus son for the galaxy. Yeah. Son trying to bring father back. Father thought that son was gone, especially once you get all of the story. Because as I got older, I was, you know, it's like, wow, this is why he fell. And, like, uh, he, he was a good guy. I mean, he, 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 he was trying to save his family. That's, that's why he went to the dark side, you know. And, and now his son is trying to bring him back. He still sensed that good in him. So it was just a, it's always been a powerful, powerful scene. But I'm trying to think of other Star Wars toys that I had growing up. I had a lot of just the. Well, I didn't get it until later, figures. but the build your own lightsaber was mm-hmm. pretty cool. That was sick. Yeah, yeah, we got a. I bunch think everybody of those. had those lightsabers where you, you know, yeah, fling them out and then they extend all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, um, remember when we were in high school and we got the? Oh my god! I, I had a couple. Um, uh, maybe we were in college. Remember, I got the FX lightsaber. Yeah, I had. Uh, yeah, the Anakin's, uh, yeah, Luke's, whatever, mm-hmm. saber. Man, we tore, th- we actually broke that. I broke it. Yeah, it broke. Sorry, Cousin Luke. Um, <laughs> I'll buy you a new one if you ever listen to this podcast. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Any yeah, Lego. And, uh, Lego Star Wars were awesome. Yes, they were. I actually do remember, yeah, yeah, building some of the uh, ships and things uh, when I was younger. Then they all got mixed in with the other Legos, and yeah, I was making Mega starships of my own but uh yeah that was cool i think i i just had a lot of figures man I, did you ever mix and match like toys and like oh yeah absolutely yeah because i you have to yeah i have my gi joes out there man oh was, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely it was, i mean i was doing what's what's the youtube channel that you always show me um where they where they pit like harry potter versus like luke skywalker oh death battle death battle i was doing death battle well before death battle ever <laughs> came around okay like man i would just take uh who, who, whichever I, uh, battalion of my G.I. Joe characters, and then I'd throw them up against Luke Skywalker, and it was, it was epic. It was really cool. So, But now I'm into collecting, as I said before, all the little Ewok figures and trying. Did you know there was an actual Bright Tree Village? Like play sick. set? Like a whole that's set. A, hey, that sounds pretty sick. Yeah, it was. You know, uh, when I was a kid, I also had, I know I had the Star Trek ones, but there was like the mini ships. And they had yeah. Star Wars ones too, okay. but I I had a bigger collection of the Star Trek minis. But the same company made the Star Wars ones, um, mm. and so I, you know I was mixing and matching those. Yeah, yeah. You know when I I when Episode One came out, I wasn't uh, I didn't get as many figures as I as I wish I would have. I, I I was more into the the video games and stuff that Me were too. coming out. That's, yeah, I was definitely way more into the video games. Yeah, I, I was sort of like oh, I'll just get the you know save save your money. I'll go buy. I remember some of those games cost like 50, 60 bucks. I remember they did. like saving, I mean, mm-hmm. hardcore. Sister and mm-hmm. I were, whoo, the pod racing game, though. It was worth it. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, okay, let's see here. What else? We have an we Instagram. Have? Uh, oh, yeah. Let me, um, let me roll over to Instagram here. So, a couple shout outs. Uh, we're going to hop on here. I actually got logged out uh, of Instagram and had to log back log in. Back in. Here we go. So we've got uh, Vish416 uh, actually said that um, stumbled upon your podcast on TuneIn Radio. I usually listen to Inside the Force or Star Wars Minute. But wow, you guys are great. Listen for the past five nights straight. So right, shout out. You. Shout out there. I wanted to, wanted to make sure we 
got that on the uh, show. And then we've got a couple other people sending like uh, R Langs and it's just uh, some of these uh, different. Uh, what is this? This is like a oh, some of the comics that we need to get into. Oh some, yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, that is something we've been asking for people to send us some inspiration just to get into more of a comic book reading. Mm-hmm. So you were asking me a question before the show. You you said uh, one of the questions was like, what happened to the clone troopers? Yeah, right. And so, so to get that answer for me, anyways, I like here. I know in recent canon, like, uh, oh my gosh, who is the character that he's fighting? So Darth Vader is is trying to forge his own lightsaber, and it's the Jedi who took the the Barash Val, and mm-hmm. he's, he's out there doing his own thing. I can't remember. Infilet, I think is his name. Uh, but anyways, he has to go out and he kind of fights and attacks him. But during that series, you uh, when, when Vader runs across other like stormtroopers, and they're kind of like way out on the outer rim. Some of them are clones still. And I think they just sort of start to kind of die off, and then a new generation is... is um, yeah, I mean, once the Empire's formed, they just kind of start bringing yeah. people in. Right, right. Now... And it's explained somewhere. I just can't remember where. But but what happened to the to, to the cloning facilities and to everything? I think it's actually it just in, gets expensive. It's in it's in uh, it's in Clone Wars. I think. I think they talk about how eventually they'll just move to. Well, no, I think they destroyed some of the cloning facility there. Or some of the the ability to to, to make the clones. Maybe. I, I think that they figured out that they had been tampered with and that they had the implant. I got to go back and check. Man, it's been so long since I. Since I we um, need to do a Clone Wars. We really do. Cause there's, there's actually a lot of information in there that I, I that I often forget about. Um, I, I, I've rewatched Rebels like like uh, four or five times because I, <laughs> I, I like it so much and it's a little bit shorter. But honestly, Clone Wars is you know, it was 20, 22 minutes an episode. So mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely definitely need to do that. So shout out there. Um, one more here. Uh, Space Cat BF two. This is good. Uh, hey there. Such a huge fan of, of, of the show. I listen to a few different Star Wars podcasts, but ad- admittedly, yours is my favorite. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I spend every day in two-hour traffic, and Hyperspace Hangout makes the time go by faster and so much more entertaining. Plus, you two, are, you two and your guest crack me up. Love all the theories, and I look forward to every new episode. Thank you um, as well for inspiring me to read more about the EU. May the Force be with you. Let's go. Let's go. You know... Speaking of the EU, before we hop into something else, I was just... Remember, I, I've mentioned this before. I forgot who this was, but there's this Twin Sun Foundation. And this might be a little bit controversial. Uh-oh. So, I apologize. I don't typically do controversial stuff. Unless it's talking about my Star Wars crush, you know. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so, when I first went to Orlando and I was at Celebration there, there was this group of people walking around... And I think I signed a form. I was signing any form anybody put in front of me. I don't know. I wasn't paying. I was overwhelmed. And I was maybe taken advantage of uh, in this regard. Uh, I was asked to sign a form that was basically to continue the EU timeline. Because as I've talked about, like, we don't know what happened to to Ben Skywalker and Luke Skywalker. We understand that they had descendants and that Luke returns as a Force ghost hundreds of years later to Cade Skywalker, but we don't really know what happened to Grandmaster Skywalker. How did he die? Did he die peacefully? What, what's, what's, the, what's the whole business there with that extra sort of like um, 
alternate timeline. And this foundation, so if you're interested in this, I guess, Twin Suns Foundation, they... I think it's a little bit crazy though. They're 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 actually uh, I just saw their their flyer and they're doing like um, billboards around like wow yeah they're, they're paying that seems a little excessive <laughs> they're paying for these billboards that literally say that they that they want star that they want Disney and Lucasfilm whatever to push for there to be a continuation of the EU and for people to to they loved that storyline so much that they want it to kind of continue. And they want more books there. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't either. And, but I, but I, I admire their passion, uh, and I at least like the idea that they. I think I don't really remember. I don't know much about them. I don't know if they're like new canon haters. I don't think they are. But uh, they at least love the legend stuff, and I think that's great. And if you're into that, awesome. Um, if they if they ever did that, cool. That would be that, whatever. Be cool. I would read yeah. it. It'd be interesting, but I want it to be their decision and stuff. You know, I want it to be Disney's decision. I just thought it was interesting when we talk about the EU that there are people out there who really want that story that that to, you know to continue, and there are people who were did not see the purchase coming and they were reading along and they were reading as stuff was released mm-hmm. and they got cut off. So to them, they're kind of like what. There was a Star Wars game in development. There was all this other stuff happening. Yeah, uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which looked so awesome. Yeah, you still see the yeah. trailer out there. It looks so cool. Yeah, so it's sort of like they wanted that kind of to continue, and it and it hasn't. We're getting a bunch of Star Wars content. And I'm very satisfied with it. But, uh, anyways, if you want to support their foundation, there it is. <laughs> I just saw the email and I kind of, kind of thought, oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah, when you go to Celebration, by the way, you'll see all sorts of little factions and people promoting and wanting different things. There's people like who I'm want sure there's more people promoting everything and you know. Oh, pe- pe- people want a whole Mara Jade series. They want like they they, they want uh, more of the Star Wars Underworld, which we're getting, by the way, with the Mandalorian. I thought you were going to say Star Wars Underwear, which I'm also hey, in support of. I'm in, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that too. <laughs> so um, yeah, okay. Do we have anything else? Those are my shout outs on. Uh, yeah, just one last thing here. Um, we've been talking about what order should you watch the, sh- the movies in. Uh, Lord Adam Parker ran a poll on our Facebook group, and chronological order is the big winner. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, one, two, three, Solo, Rogue One, four, five, Caravan of Courage. Battle for Endor. Battle for Endor. Six. Six. Yep. Come on. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's if you're just talking. And movies. I guess tec- yeah. And you could technically include the Clone Wars animated movie in there as well as if if you wanted. Yeah. If you're just talking the movies there. So. And then at some point the holiday special. Yeah. Was that a movie? I see. <laughs> I, Caravan of Courage was a movie, so I, I'm going to give that a. Uh, Right. Yeah. Could you imagine if <laughs> if you did like let's say movie and TV show and and you did this. Watch this. So you did Oh gosh. Okay, 1, 2 and 3. No, I'm sorry. 1, 2, The Clone Wars. Well, Grievous shows up in there for the first time. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So you do and 1, 2. Yep, 1, 2. So we're two. just talking canon and things that haven't necessarily been deemed canon but are but are canon okay right so including the tv shows it would be episode one episode two you'd have that clone wars movie didn't they do a short run of the team the like the a little animated series underneath that type of um oh 
art. Yes. Kind of, yeah. They well, did. there's there's Two the original Clone Wars, yeah. which was the Cartoon Network one. Yeah. Which is like animated, like it's like it's like sprite, you know, it's like drawn animation. Yeah. yeah. Then they changed it to that digital kind of animation. The, the more popular, the one that we know, right? The six, seven season, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, we would go one, two, we watch the, the, that first Cartoon Network one, then we would watch the Clone Wars. And the Clone Wars animated movie. Yep. And then we would watch episode three and gosh, then Solo. Right. And then Rebels. And then Rogue One. And then Rogue One. And then episode four, then episode five, then Caravan of Courage, <laughs> and then Battle for Endor. Both of those take place before Episode Six. Am I missing one? Well, I could make an argument for something that's not a, that's not film, but to. something that is that is TV. canon. No, yeah. I was going to say you could just go on YouTube and watch um, the campaign of Battlefront, Battlefront Two. The Iden oh, Vers- yeah. the Idenversio stuff, which is yeah, the cut scenes. is is canon. Yeah, I guess you could. It's yeah. only a five hour it's only a five hour campaign to play. So that means if you just want to watch the cutscenes, that's like But it's pretty interesting and a lot I mean it like it fits right into stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right. So yeah, there so there's that. Um and then so Yeah, that was a curveball right there, my friend. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't. Oh, no, you're good, no. So now, okay, we got the battle for for Endor. Now we're into Return of the Jedi, okay, episode six. After that, you could go Ewoks, droids. Yeah. Right? I think that... It's hard to say whether those ah. fit in anymore. Absolutely, they do. 100%. Why not? Ewoks, definitely. I don't know that droids... Yeah, maybe not droids. I don't know where they're... I, I, yeah, but Ewoks definitely does. We know that was real. That does Ewoks take place after Episode Six? I, I think it does. I don't think. I think. It, I thought it takes place before. Does it really? I think so. Oh my gosh! I think you're right. I think maybe it does. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, it does because people were talking about how could they speak basic. Right. Right. It's like no, we're, they're not speaking basic. They're speaking Ewokese, but we're just we're hearing it uh, in basic. It's been translated for us by Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. by whoever. But then you'd have seven. Well, no, then you'll have the Mandalorian. Yep. Then you have the Mandalorian. Then you'll have um, seven. Is it is Resistance before? The I Resistance don't know. Two? I haven't. I haven't watched Resistance at all. I haven't either. Yeah. So then maybe Resistance, and then maybe, um, uh, yeah, and then then seven, eight, and then nine. I guess. Let's see here. Star Wars Resistance. Uh, yeah. Shortly before and during the events of the sequel trilogy. Okay, so shortly before. So, yeah, you could probably just watch right. it. Yeah. And then you'll have the Ewan McGregor project. Cassian Andor. The, the, it's, the, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, if you want to watch stuff in chronological order, it's going to get harder and harder. Yeah. They're filling in the gaps, though. So... Ah, but I mean, you could skip. You could obviously skip Solo and Rogue One. What do you mean? You, if you I mean if you just want to do one through just the main movies, you, you you could skip Solo and Rogue One and be fine. Yeah, you could. I wouldn't. I mean, no. Yeah. Rogue One. 
if you had to skip any of the movies, I'd say Solo. Um, just because Solo, so so far as we know, doesn't really. There's, we'll find out in episode nine because remember in Rogue One they talk about the hyperspace tracking. Which then is like the whole deal in episode eight. Yeah. Someone mentioned something interesting, which is release order is always best because the shock of Vader's reveal to Luke would be ruined by watching them any other way. Right. Yeah. So that there's that first time business. Yeah. It's different types of irony. You know what I mean? It's it's sort of like um we sort of know that Luke is fighting his father. But he doesn't know. If you watch it one, two, three, four, five, and six. If you watch it, it for, four, this five, we're and talking six, first time. Yeah, your first time. If you watch it four, five, and six first, then it's that real sort of like situational, like holy cow, like dramatic, like like didn't see that coming. Versus like the suspense of us knowing something that a character in the story doesn't know. So it, it's two different types of feelings. Well, and think about this is, um. We know, I mean, well, you know, when it it'll, it would add, it adds more weight to when, to when Darth Vader is like, oh, a sister, because we now we've also seen, I mean, we know that it's his sister by then, but mm-hmm. you also see the baby and we see that he didn't see the babies. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that whole, he, we... And we then it, and then it makes sister, yeah. it it makes it way more about Anakin slash Darth Vader's redemption. Yeah, way yeah. more about it. Yeah, it does. It does. It, it it changes. Yeah, and then you're rooting like you're also seeing what Luke sees. You're kind of understanding why he wants to do what he wants to do. Versus like if you watch four, five, and six, you you're like you're kind of with Yoda and Obi Wan. You're like, what this guy? No, right? He's dark. He's evil. He's not coming back. But if you've seen one, two, and three, you know he's pretty awesome. Uh, you saw him as as a, as a young boy, as a slave, on Tatooine, and he was freed. Well, you know, it's also interesting, like thinking about like seeing it for the first time and being like, well, these movies were filmed thirty years before these three. Yeah. So I guess I'm trying to think about what like. Like we should go watch another movie series that has a prequel that we haven't seen, mm-hmm. um, and just watch it. Watch the prequel first, like watch it in chronological order, yeah, and see how we think about it compared to like, oh well, to what people who had watched it, to what people would have watched like the original. You like they went dad went back and did a prequel, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we we will never know. Like there's no we'll never know. Yeah, yeah. What the, what that's like. I mean, I, I can take my niece now. Rachel and I can guide her into into Star Wars and kind of figure out she's already seen Rebels though mm-hmm. and showing her Rebels <laughs> she loves it right um, she thinks it's crazy that I have the same name as one of the characters mm-hmm. she thinks I'm in Star Wars which is awesome must be awesome it's it's true I am uh, yeah so, so what would be if we need now we need to think of a franchise where that would make sense yeah where there's a where you watch the prequel first. Gosh, I don't know. Is, are they coming out with a prequel for Willow? Can we <laughs> watch a modern day prequel and then you know go back and right. watch the original? Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, well, it wouldn't be... have to be that. It could just be like if they did a prequel movie 
And then I guess if you did um like Lord of the Rings. Okay. Should you start with The Hobbit or should you start with The Lord of the Rings? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it's not as significant even though because like it because this well, I don't know actually. It's pretty similar. Mhm. Cuz the story it becomes Anakin and then Luke, the story becomes Bilbo and then Frodo. Yeah, it kind of kind of shifts a little bit, but, but I mean, the it's... ring isn't as important in The Hobbit as it is yeah. in Lord of the Rings, right? Because they don't know what it is, right? So actually, well, Gandalf you... kind of does. Well, and then the the Hobbit movies are a little different than the book, but it's kind of a shocker though if you read The Hobbit first, which is you know as as it was published, and then if, so if you were to watch, well, the... I did. See, I did yeah. growing up. I read yeah. The Hobbit, and then. Lord of the Rings, and I was like, "Hold on a second. I thought that ring was just like invisibility. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> no one was paying any mind. Oh, wait, what? That ring means something? It was just been oh, that, sitting that here. That ring's in the like a big deal. Yeah. Oh, it's like a, it's like the whole thing. It's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean that. So yeah, if you that would that there you go right. So I guess if you're guiding somebody now, we can't. We've already seen that too. Right. So but then when you, but then when you go back, yeah, it is interesting going back and being like, oh no, that's like the ring. Yep, but it doesn't feel as significant. Yeah, and see, but also when I think of like, see, like what when, that, we, what, but think when the, we watch, when we went back, and I watched, you know, when when one two three came out for us, I think we focused so much on like, oh, what the what are the Jedi going to be like at the height of their power, mm-hmm. whereas we weren't as focused on like Anakin because Anakin is a you know. For me, just when I go back and view it, I think about, like, I'm not thinking about Anakin as much. Whereas I think if you were watching it, one through six, Anakin's your leader, your focal point. Yeah. And you're more interested in what's going on with him rather than, like, the Jedi and all this other stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. If you were just watching The Hobbit, though, and you just started watching it, Bilbo's your guy. Right, he's your guy. Right, and then you, and you even see it in, in, the, in the when they the way they did that. You see the older Bilbo first when you first start off. Yes. telling the tale when Frodo's there, and so you see all of that, and then for that to come back again, I think they thought of that. Like if you get into it, and you want to watch it chronologically, watch the Hobbit, see what happened there. The ring happened, you know, it, it gets there. When you're in Fellowship, then if that's how you started and you had no idea what was right. happening, that reveal about what the you know the one ring. Is a big reveal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So, you're you're kind of, um, if you know how big of a deal that is when you go into the Hobbit, it it changes how you look at the movie a little bit, right? And you don't quite. And also, all the stuff they did with Galadriel and Elrond and and right, the, they the, add the a ne- lot. The necromancer, though. So, like that whole scene, seeing the necromancer kind of in the the eye or whatever. If you watched that first and you had never seen Lord of the Rings and you hadn't read anything. You'd be like, wow, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty. That, there's right. a dark guy there, whatever. And then later on, you feel you realize he's growing. He's getting bigger. And you then saw that you saw Saruman was actually there. Saruman the White was supposed to be helping fight this individual and all that kind of stuff was on the White Council. And then he's the traitor. I mean, it it lands differently if you start with the Hobbit and read into yeah. the Lord of the Rings. So 
it's a big deal when you when you talk about you know the order of, of, yeah. of how you watch. It's just things. different. I don't know if it's if if one is really better than the other. I think it's just once you know the rest, you start making those connections. Because now I'm thinking about all kinds of of like all kinds of different scenarios, like like total random and not random, but like Frasier and Cheers. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, it's like Cheers was on TV for like twenty seasons or like twelve seasons, and then it got a spinoff, Frasier, which was then on for like eleven seasons and both you know like very successful shows and so like i watched frasier like you know it's my favorite show of all time yeah and then i was like oh yeah i forgot that he is also on a character for originally from cheers so then i go back and watch cheers and i'm like oh now i get like all this other all this other stuff but it wasn't like you know i mean it's yeah. different it's not like it's this epic you know sword fighting whatever i mean it is yeah it yeah. is Fra- yeah. frazier i mean it's with a great words. show yeah i mean yeah yeah, but, <laughs> yeah with wit and witty uh, banter but or like funny. hercules the legendary adventures and xena like they're they go together you know and mm-hmm. stuff like that so hmm. interesting wow all right well i mean that's it's always a neat conversation to have i do i do like david's point though in the group he meant just that idea that like what do you want someone yeah, what, what do you want them to be focused on? Because I didn't like Anakin in the prequels because I knew he turned into Darth Vader. I was like, ah, it's going to be whatever. He, he, I I was more interested in, like like you said, Yoda and Obi-Wan and how, how did the Jedi become whatever. And it's like, yeah, I know he's going he's gonna to turn to Darth Vader, so what? But if you didn't know that, right. you would be totally, that's your guy. And you're like, no, what? Why? Right. Like, don't do it. And then you're like, so it, it, it's significant. It's a big decision when you're guiding. Wait, a it's not just that though. There's so many other things like going one through six for the first time, seeing going back to Tatooine, seeing the huts again. Um, but I mean, the real question though is, you know, like if you're going chronological order, now that there are these other movies, do you do you watch Solo? Do you watch Rogue One? Mm-hmm. See, Rogue One's even more tricky because it's like, you know, the plans for the Death Star, which you haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. You you see a little tease of it in episode two, right when Count Dooku's, you know, grabbing him right before he rolls out. Yeah. Um, see, now Rogue One might kind of ruin the the surprise, but it may all, Rogue One also makes the Empire seem much more badass. And Solo is just going to be like, OK, well, like. This is kind of this is kind of cool. I mean, yeah. There's just different types of surprise, right? So if you watch Rogue One first, then you're you're su- you're more surprised at watching the characters' reactions about something you already know. Versus if you just watch, if you skip Rogue One, and when Obi Wan and Han and all those guys are rolling up on the Death Star, and they're like, "That's no moon," <laughs> you know? right? You're yeah. like, "Well, that is no moon. What what is it then? What is it?" And then right. you're you're shot, or you're waiting in anticipation, watching. For their reactions to something that you know is coming, right. so it's just two different types it's of experiences. It's just, a yeah. way, it's just a different way to do it. Yeah, yeah. But woo, man, Lutini. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that's it. Um, so that's the real question. Let's let's add that in. So if you're because I think right now they were just talking about chronological order. Should you in, solo and Rogue One included? Should you go, still go one through? you know, nine, you know, like sometime next year when it comes out on DVD. Yeah. Uh, throw that in there to the, to the discussion. We'll see if the, you know, throw some comments back in that 
in that poll. If you have not joined the Facebook group uh, and you're you're okay with getting on social media, we have a really safe, nice, friendly um, Facebook group. So go check that out, Hyperspace Hangout. It's um, I think we're handle still HHL three thirty seven. So mm-hmm. go check that out there on Facebook. So uh, all right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for hanging out in Hyperspace. Our next episode will continue to discuss your transmissions. So be sure to send us your Star Wars theories, origin stories, or some of your favorite memories. From a galaxy far, far away. And uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on social media. Uh, head over to Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. um, at HHL337. You can follow us there. You can follow me at Wompret underscore 2M. You can follow Matt at Super Gains Bros. We will have a few special guests coming on the show. We've got a couple collaborations uh, possibly mm-hmm. lined up with Clashing Sabres. Uh, our good friend Tiffany and others who will be on the show so uh, if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write a review leave a comment or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com we will see you in a week and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting props You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.